less stress, more time, more money. Welcome to the Cash Flow Contractor. Short. Martin, I was listening to a, a podcast where a guy was talking about their team's culture and what are who are good fits for their team and all that kind of stuff. And he said one of his biggest pet peeves is when people said that, say that, man, they're like really good at this job role, this job title, but they're they're not good at communicating. And he said, communication is the job description. Like if you don't do that, <laughs> then you suck yeah, at the job. So to stop saying you're right. a good engineer or whatever. If you can't communicate and you don't communicate well, you're not doing your job well. And today we're talking about closing loops, um, which a lot of people don't know what a loop is, but there are hundreds a day probably that are being open inside your company. Hey, can you get this for me? Hey, can you ask so-and-so what to do here? Hey, can you start uh, working on this project? Uh, what's the status of this? Uh, where is this? What's the amount for that? Do you have this ready? Those are every, anytime you basically ask a question or ask for something, uh, you're basically opening a loop. And I mean, I can't tell you how many loops are open in my mind right now <laughs> from just little right, things that I have to right. do. I mean, you, you feel the same way? Oh yeah. I, something jumped in my mind while we were, uh, while you were talking there too, about, uh, Open loops is the number one way people kick back responsibility, right? What do you mean? So you're trying to delegate. That's, um, you're trying to delegate okay. a job to somebody and you say, I need you to accomplish this by Friday. And they say, I will, as soon as you get me the keys to the skid loader, now it's back on you, mm. right? That is the number one way when people, you're trying to delegate people it, that is it. I mean, if you're the guy who has to get all the details lined up and everything's teed up so somebody can go do something, mm -hmm. you're doing the job, albeit you have to communicate at the end. To <laughs> but that, that really is just when you were saying that, that's one of the biggest things about leaving loops open is people will do that all the time. And you, when you are delegating, yeah. that's the exercise of delegating yeah. is uh, making sure to say, hey, handle the issues. Hmm. come back and tell me how you got it done and not don't, don't put it back on mm -hmm. me. And that anyway, that's just in passing. And then, yeah, I'm, I've got open loops and the way I handle open loops in my little one man shop, is I got a notebook over here <laughs> and it's got, got about 150 open loops on it right now. There you go. Right. These I'm going to have to, uh, some of them are pretty close to close, but I need it. Well, no, they're, they're open loops. If they're on that piece of paper, they're open loops, they're open loops. There are things I got to check on. Did I, did I finalize that? You know, did I accomplish what I wanted? Ooh, I got it in, in a fashion. When I write things down, I am kind of closing a loop, a partial mm -hmm. loop because it was in my head and I go absolutely insane when I'm sitting at a stoplight trying to remember all the things I've got to get it offloaded either send myself an email in the car or I wrote it down, get it off. And then I've got one place to look as we talk about mm -hmm. all the time. Uh, when I have time allocated on a Friday, maybe a Saturday afternoon, I go look, clean all that yeah. up get, and then retain the open. But your point is well taken. I have a bunch of open loops. Well, and I think 
that's the source of so much of the stress and what allows you not to be present, whether you're present with your employees, with your spouse, with your kids, uh, when you're on the job site, when you're in the car, uh, it just becomes overwhelming when you have all these open loops and you're not sure when they're going to be done. And a lot of times, you know, you're in the one man shop, but think about all the things that you've asked an employee to do that you're not sure of if they did it or in not. The past, yeah. Like that stuff can, yeah. can weigh on you. Like I, well, or it, it doesn't weigh on you and you assume it's done. You make an ass out of you and me and it, yeah. it's just awful. Well, that's one of the main reasons people don't delegate. The one we hear all the time is uh, they can't do it as well as I do, yeah. which, which may be true. A lot of times is absolutely not true, but but that's the thing we hear most often. The other one is what you just said. It's you're not really getting it off your plate yeah. because all you've done is put it from actually do it to be sure I don't forget to follow up. Mm-hmm. And so you haven't, you have just as many off items. You just moved them from one list to another. Yeah. So, well, I, I think I, I do have a proposed solution. Okay. For what's that. our proposed solution? Let's get to easy it. To, well, I mean, it's something I talk to people about and I talk to myself about, but it's the three D's when a matter crosses your desk and let's just say it's an email, you either deal with it right now, respond, you delegate it to somebody else to deal with it right now, or you get rid of it. You just don't do it. You, yeah. I mean, uh, and my, uh, you know, I was talking to you before we did this podcast about, I need to be more congruent, you know, practice what you preach. That's one of the things I do. I have a stack of papers in the upper left-hand corner of my desk that is that are things that came across that, mm, I don't want to throw that away yet, but I'm not going to deal with it. I'll just give you an example. There's a lot of bank statements, mm-hmm. right? Well, I don't, don't, I get all my bank statements electronically. Why the hell do I keep them on my desk, right? So I don't have to print them off when I reconcile. Yeah. Get rid of them because they're sitting on the corner of my desk. And what, what I'm doing there is kind of like Mitch Hedberg's old joke. He said, when somebody hands you a flyer, it's kind of like they're saying, here, you throw this away. <laughs> right. It's like, I'm going to put it up there. It's a six months delay to throw away. Yeah. Right. I put it there six months later. I kind of thumbing through all this critical stuff I didn't want to get rid of. And then I just throw it all away, start a new stack. <laughs> so that's. That's not what to do. Hey, Cashflow Contractors, wanted to take a second to talk to you about a new company that me and my team have started called DemandCast. And I want to see if Martin knows what DemandCast is. What is it? DemandCast is a podcast in a box where all you have to do is show up and be the the podcast uh, content contributor. Everything else gets taken care of. It's how we do our podcast and sine qua non. Without it, we wouldn't have a podcast, or at least I would. There you go. Demandcast is basically everything you need to start your podcast, get it off the ground, and then keep it rolling. It's what we do for the cash flow contractor, as well as a few other shows, and we're adding shows right now. So if you are interested in starting a podcast or you know someone who would like to be a thought leader and get more content out there, please reach out to us. There's a link in the show notes where you can get started with a quick discovery call to learn more about our services and how we see a great fit for you moving forward with the podcast. Back to the episode. I think the process of actually closing loops, this is what I do with my executive assistant. I, a loop is open. So maybe it's me saying, hey, I need you to create a new, uh, product inside of QuickBooks for me because we're, you know, it's, we changed pricing and it's kind of a new service add-on that we're doing, whatever. Need you to create that. She said, okay, 
I got it. I will create a new product for you in QuickBooks. And then when she actually starts working on it, and so she's in the loop, she says, hey, right now I'm working on this. Let me know if you need anything else. I'm, or not, I'm not working on this. Right now I'm working on creating the new product in QuickBooks. It says exactly what it is because there's other loops going on. When she, she says this, I may think it's right. five other things. I'll let you know when I'm done. If there's anything else that I should be doing right now, please let me know. Then as soon as it's done, I have completed creating the new product in QuickBooks for you. It is ready for your review. If you don't need to review it, I will move it to complete in my task book, right? And done. Yeah. And so I, yeah. the most important thing is that last part though. You've, you've asked an employee to do this. You've, you're, you've forwarded an email from a client to the person on your team to take care of it. And sometimes then they just reply to the client and you have no idea what's going on. You need to make sure that they're closing the loop with you. And it's a part of it. It's a cultural thing, closing loops, right? Hey, I know that you sent me this yesterday to get this for the client. Just wanted to let you know that this specific thing yeah. is done. And then it's like, oh, wow. Like you can almost breathe when someone tells you that. You're like, right. that's what I thought was going to happen. But I just, I feel certain now. And it's so helpful. So how do you cause that to actually happen? I mean, you have a checklist of open items and it's their responsibility to review them every week. Every month, every day. No, I mean for, for us, we use Slack. How, how do you? So there's that? there's two ways that we do it. One, the first thing is that we use a communication tool called uh, Slack. You're probably familiar with it. It's huge. Uh, if I send a, a message that asks for something on there, and I always assume that they're going to reply in Slack, letting me know that this thing is done, right? Uh, or if there's a challenge. The next thing is. Uh, we have a, a tool called ClickUp. That's our project management system. If you're a, a builder, uh, you can use something like Builder Trend for this. Um, you can use HubSpot for it, uh, but likely you need more of a true project management system uh, or field uh, field management software if you're a service contractor. But those are going to be really key tools there. And from there, any task that... Um, is inside of there. We have statuses for tasks. There's open tasks, there's in progress tasks, there's uh, needs or ready for review tasks, and then there's completed tasks. Those are the only four possible statuses inside of ClickUp for my team. I have statuses for different things I do, but for my team, they have four options. It's either open, in progress, ready to review, or completed. Anytime a task, I can see anybody's tasks that are open, in progress, ready for review, or completed for at any given time. But anytime a test moves to ready for review, that means that it was something that they're confident about, but and then they feel like it's done, but I do need to review it. The, not every task has to go there. They can go straight to complete if they're like, hey, no, this is this meets the standard. But if it goes in there, a new task is created for me that says that I need to review this task. And so that's kind of my like in progress update. And then when it's complete, I get a notification if I assign the task or whatever it is that it's complete. So that's how the software will close loops. You don't have to sell that up. I think it's more important, the Slack option. If I've communicated with you, if I forwarded you an email, uh, that's another thing. If, whenever I forward an email, it, that email thread is my loop. And so if I forward that to my executive assistant, she, conf she sends confirmation, I received this, I am taking care of it. And then when she's done with whatever it is, she goes back to that same email thread, not to me on Slack, not to my text messages, but to that same email thread 
and says, this is done. And then, then I know that's a closed loop, right? So those, that's kind of my process. There's other ways you can do it. But at the end of the day, the most important thing is when something's been communicated, when something's been asked, confirming that you have it, confirming that you're working on it, and confirming that it has been completed is closing a loop, in my opinion. You know, uh, this is kind of a prep for a future episode you and I haven't talked about, but we make a lot of assumptions with software like you've talked about Asana and you're talking about email threads, which everybody's subject to, but can confuse the heck out of people. Uh, we're talking about uh, project management software as well as a CRM type stuff. I think we uh, foreshadow that we need to uh, do an episode in the future for our wonderful listeners who are not really using software how to get started and where to start kind of keeping it simple so that they can close a loop rather than have three softwares open plus this and that and kind of going crazy and stressed out yeah no i mean i, I think it's you know there's several different areas of your business um but probably the, the two primary ones that you're going to find the most value from software wise and i'm not talking about kind of your basics for administrative stuff like uh, billing software like QuickBooks, for example. I'm talking about actual operations. You've got you've got the pre-sale and you've got post-sale. If you just think about it like that, right. you can marry the two into one software, but you it's okay to have two different softwares there because they're they're typically two different well, sets of operations. Kind of leave the loop open here <laughs> as a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger, future episode software. Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah, people. Uh, can write to us too and let us know if that's worth, or, you know, let us know if that's worth doing. But Absolutely. I, I just talked to enough people that I had in this, well, never mind that that's specific to software, but I had a thing come up where somebody was using some software that was screwing something else up. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, you can't, we can't do this this way. It screws this up. Yeah. So they go back to software guys and go, well, can't be changed. Mm. Well, okay. <laughs> i tell you what can be changed. <laughs> yeah, the software. Different software. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not enemies with those guys. It's just like, no, this is messing stuff up. So anyway, I, I think that's a, a cliffhanger loop to leave open Perfect. is that some really basic choices and way to think about software and how to get started so they can do it. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks for another episode. Follow, subscribe. YouTube is a big one yep. for us, but also LinkedIn. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and then we have our newsletter that we'd love to have you be a part of our audience. So subscribe to that in the show notes. Thanks for listening to The Cashflow Contractor. See ya. See ya, man. Thanks for listening to The Cashflow Contractor. Check out our website in the show notes or visit thecashflowcontractor.com.